This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hey, listen to Wrestling Roundup on Free FM, RFM, and MPR. I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we've got Josh. Hey! Uh, this episode, we're going to focus a little bit on the gold brand, a little bit on NXT 2.0. Uh, they got a Halloween Havoc special episode coming up, all the titles on the line uh, next week, so we're going to de- dedicate a little bit of time to them, and uh, let's just open it up right north american championship we talked about it a little bit last week um with with carmelo hayes or the week before carmelo hayes picking up that uh north american championship uh well this week his challenger uh came out and made himself known and the second i said uh, i saw the person i said dear god not this again yeah yeah. can't we go one month without johnny gargano to um facing off for the North American Championship. He's a good safe worker to have as the as the opponent for Carmelo. And I say this now, if Johnny wins, then my opinion completely changes. Um to me here the cooler thing is uh what I hope we actually go forward with, which is Johnny Gargano came out and uh seemingly still buddy buddy with his quote unquote son in law, uh Dexter Loomis. I, I feel like that tag team has some actual uh, juice in it, much more than Johnny Gargano as the North American champion again would. Yeah, uh, I would definitely be down for that. Uh, I- anything that gets Dexter Loomis even more over, I'd be all right with. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I love uh, that he was like, oh, yeah, that is my daughter, and the- there's my son-in-law <laughs> Dexter just pops out out of nowhere behind <laughs> them. Um, so yeah, I love that he's playing along with it and stuff. Although I found out uh, apparently something has been known for weeks about Candice Lurie being pregnant mm-hmm. in that promo. And I'm like, wait, she's pregnant? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> um, that, that that shows how little I care about dirt sheets. It, it is a, a sort of, I guess, wrench in the plan of the way Austin Theory also being moved up to the main roster again, um, sort of messing with it. But it's good to know that they seem to be sticking with Loomis, Gargano, uh, and Indy in the short term. Um, we'll have to see. Uh, you talk about anything there that's great for Loomis. I could also see a possibility where this spins out to Dexter Loomis versus Carmelo Hayes later on uh, for the North American Championship. But it just feels like with Carmelo Hayes having just captured the North American Championship and in the way he did um, with cashing in that shot, that he's going to hold on to this for at least two to three months. Yeah, and I can see them slowly building Dexter Loomis towards the North American title reign, something we thought we were going to get last year, and then he got hurt, Mm. and they had to rebuild the character. 
And then they've done such a great job with everything um, since he's come back. Um, besides, I think your idea of putting them in the tag team division would be great because we do need to kind of start rebuilding their tag team division a little bit. Yeah. Um, and Gargano and Loomis would be great to have around in that division. It just keeps the keeps that way storyline continuing as well. Like for something that was such a, a focus and such a mainstay of NXT 1.0, I guess if you want to call it that, um, like they were carrying NXT in my opinion. Like every time the way came on, uh, enjoyed it. Their segments were amazing. Um, and so now to to spin into NXT 2.0, you know Johnny Gargano's been with NXT for. I want to say many, many years. I want to say five. Um, it, he doesn't need to be winning North American championships. He doesn't need to be going on super solo runs all the time. And I feel like Loomis capturing gold, even with, you know, it being a tag team with Johnny is just going to accelerate Loomis towards the, the stardom we all know he's going to get to. And we always have the option of, uh, just throwing Johnny out against um, our current NXT champion mm-hmm. uh, as an option because it's just I, to some degree um, those matches are always great. It's been a few years actually since their last one, so it wouldn't be like we have have seen it every month for the last four years or some. We haven't seen it in two years or something like that. So, it, so if we do see it, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. Because we know we're going to get a great match. Yeah. And if we're talking about those tag team divisions and, and Johnny and Loomis maybe taking a run at those titles, we've got to talk about the NXT Tag Team Championship match, spin the wheel, make a deal, uh, Imperium versus MSK, uh, on who we think is going to end up coming out of that with the gold around their waists. I guess it depends on what the deal ends up being, uh, which... I guess we won't know until Tuesday. Yeah, as far as I know, the women's tag team championship was the only wheel that has already been spun, um, leaving the other two spin the wheels to to be spun, as you say, on Wednesday, right before the match, presumably. Uh, I'm gonna say, I think, I think Imperium wins the titles back. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what the stipulation will be. Um. But I think in the end, I think MSK's run will come to an end. They've had a great run, but they've kind of run through the entire gauntlet of all the tag teams that the um, NXT had at the, as at the moment and kind of circled back around to Imperium. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to see Imperium versus the Grizzly Young Vets on U.S. soil. Mm-hmm. Uh that said, it could, I could easily see MSK re- retaining, and then the and then the Grizzled Young Vets take the titles from MSK. But I just think it's probably about time to to transition the titles from MSK and also get us more people that could potentially face Imperium as champions. Yeah, purely on a selfish note, right? Looking at that and who I think it would be. F- funnier or cooler to see gargano and loomis go up against um imperium and that sort of straight man style i think would work really well as opponents for it 
Um, whereas MSK, it would get a little confusing uh, around alignments. Like both of them can sort of swing around uh, depending on you know where you are, kind of thing. So I think Imperium versus Gargano and Loomis would be would be an amazing matchup just because you know you've got the comedy coming from Gar- from Gargano and Loomis up against um, the straight men in Imperium, right? Who you know the net is sacred and they won't take uh, poop from anyone. I, I just feel like that's the better match. So selfishly, I'm going to go with Imperium as the winners off that one. Uh, but as you say, also it does open up so many more matchups that we can get from. Uh, all of the other amazing tag teams throughout NXT who maybe already had a shot at MSK um, and now can take a shot at Imperium instead. Uh, just before we get into our entrance theme of the week, uh, talk a little bit about it. Um, it it's going to be Reginald's. Uh, the man has held the 24-7 title for a long time. Uh, do I have to get that stat up? I feel like i got to get that stat up. Um, what is happening with this title nowadays? Not much, but it's just the entertainment value that Reginald has pre- presented in his escapes from getting from losing the title mm. every week. Um, so yeah, it's I just I think I really want to see him like once all this blows over, I want to see him get something ser- more serious than just the twenty four seven title, and and see what what we can get from that because. The stuff he does in the 24-7 division has been amazing. And so I want to at least see some type of mid-card run. Mm-hmm. Maybe a shot at like a U.S. title or a Intercontinental title. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a hard one, right? Because he's now held that title for 92 days. I just looked it up. Um, the next longest reigns behind that are 57 days, you know, coming from Rob Gronkowski and R-Truth. Um he's coming up on a hundred days now um, as champion with no one stopping him. And as you say, the entertainment value on his escapes through his sort of aerial acrobatics have been amazing, but that is going to run its course. Right. Um, yeah. And there's a, there is a timeline on that on, on how long it is still fun to see. Um, and as much as we, we all love to sit around and poop on the 24 seven championship, it is something that you can do stuff with. It is it is a vessel uh, to tell stories and to to have all these fun sort of segments around. So having that locked up on someone for a hundred days as well, um, you know, maybe time to to take it off them and see what more chaos it can it can cause. Um, but going to your point specifically around uh, Reggie after the 24 seven title stuff. Yeah. It seems like, you know, he came out, he was, he was a manager type and then he went from being a manager type straight into this. We haven't really seen him, uh, one-on-one necessarily in the middle of the squared circle, uh, head to head with a guy and, and to see a hundred percent what the guy can pull off. He's gone from manager into this sort of comedy role. So I, I hope the guy's got it. I'm pretty sure the guy does have it, but we'll have to wait and see if he does. Um, and maybe he survives the, uh, survives the week as champion. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with all of that talking of Reginald, uh, or formerly known as Reginald, now known as Reggie, uh, we, we will play his entrance theme. And, uh, that song is playing for you right about now. Yes, 
Andrew back for a round up on Free FM, RFM, and NPR. I'm Grady, he's Josh. Uh, it is time to get back to NXT Halloween Havoc. We got three more title matches to talk about. Uh, let's talk about the one that we do have a stipulation on the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, we're contractually obliged every time to mention that this should just be the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship and that those titles shouldn't be separated, but whatever. Uh, it is going to be a scareway to hell ladder match, triple threat, tag team match. That is a mouthful. Uh, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, the current champions, going to be going up against Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada, uh, and also Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Oh, here's your girl's moment. Uh, <laughs> Which one are you classing as my girl at this point? <laughs> well, I assume. I'm going with Toxic Attraction as your girl because they haven't held the titles that Indy has. It's true. Um, this has I, to be a title change, though, right? Like, full stop. I think, I do think so. I I don't know what happens with IO after this, but I don't see them continuing much longer. Mm-hmm. I think I think this was made a ladder match. For the sole purpose of removing the title, so they don't have to pin EO or Zoe. Mm, they can stay strong uh, on their loss. Yeah, um, I think this is going to be a crazy match. I think uh, I think there's going to be lots of like big spots in the match for for them. Uh, heck, we might even see an appearance by Dexter Lewis for all we know. <laughs> um, uh, but I think in the end, I think Toxic Attraction is going to take the titles. I'm glad to hear that. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be, you know, these sort of matches are always chaos, chaos, but they're always, you know, fun chaos. Um, all we can hope for is that, you know, everybody comes out clean and, and injured, uninjured and um, perfectly fine from that front. As you say, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark going to look strong heading forward anyway. Um, I'll be interested to see what Zoe Stark can look like, you know, in the singles division. Um, we didn't see a lot out of her before she was put together, uh, with Shirai into this tag team division. So hoping to see good things coming out of Stark as well. Um, Indy and Persia, they're, they're a good comedy team at the moment. Um, and, you know, they can keep, they can keep spinning that around. Persia not 100% involved in this the way, um, Deal, I believe, just one of her bridesmaids throughout the wedding. Um, can see stuff coming from them, but how can I not bet on Toxic Attraction? Um, as you say, my girl Gigi Dolan uh, teaming up with JC Jane, and it seems like there's a lot of focus coming across them, uh, as we'll talk about in the next match as well. Toxic Attraction are, you know, standing tall at the end of shows, um, being featured week in, week out as a group and i feel like if they want to invest in this group and this is something or a a stable of people that they want to be sort of the face of their women's division or at least you know on the posters give them the titles why wouldn't you you know they're pretty inconsequential titles in the grand scheme of everything you might as well hand them over yeah um yeah i think it would i think it would do great wonder for them to win the titles and something else happens that we'll talk about in a minute. <laughs> the Kazanixi Women's Championship is also on the line in a spin-the-wheel-make-the-deal match. Uh, it will be Raquel Gonzalez, the current champion, who has knocked down every competitor who comes her way. 
going up against Mandy Rose uh, with Toxic Attraction staying ringside. Yeah, uh, I like this match. There, there are lots of things that could happen. Um, we again because we don't know what the stipulation is going to be. It does make it a bit more harder to predict um, because whatever the stipulation is, it could change drastically how the match turns out. Mm-hmm. Like, say it spins and it becomes a steel cage match. Well, you know Toxic Attraction is going to get involved because a steel cage never keeps anybody <laughs> out of the match. Um, it could give Raquel the advantage she needs to at least limit their inter- interferences and still retain our title. Weirdly, you pick that option. Uh, I, I fully believe that's what the wheel is going to land on with that steel cage. Um, you know, it, it's got to be something that, as you say, can even the playing field, because right now it is the strength of Raquel Gonzalez versus the numbers game of Toxic Attraction. Um, so unless it's taking away Raquel's strength, the only way really to even that up is to, to take away the Toxic Attraction factor. Yeah. So I think uh, I think Raquel retains. I don't know how, but I'm picking Raquel to retain, which will make it even more of uh, um, obvious that Toxic Attraction does not need Mandy, and I think that could cause some issues for Mandy as, from jealousy that her proteges got gold and she didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it splinters them off in a different storyline. And we eventually get Raquel versus um, somebody else that can beat her Raquel. I'm not sure who, but um, maybe maybe a heel version of uh, Ember Moon mm. could do it. I don't know. Uh, but I just something is just telling me. To stay away from picking Mandy Rose in this match. Well, whatever it is in your brain telling you to stay away from that, I don't have. I'm going all in on Toxic Attraction. I'm going all three holding gold by the end of the night. Um, I think Raquel Gonzalez has taken out everybody in this division. Uh, very few people left over for her to even go up against. You know, the same sort of defense that we gave MSK. Let's hand the title over to Mandy Rose. Let's have Toxic Attraction all standing tall at the end of the show with gold around their waist. Why break them up? I know it's a good story, but why break them up? Just let them, let them revel in that gold. We don't usually have uh, female factions. Um, and when we do, I don't think they've ever been that draped in gold, uh, as we'll see no. there. Well, the, I think, actually, I think I figured out who they could put the title on. Sure. It was the person that debuted, or that returned at the last special that they had. Kaylee Ray. Yeah. It is definitely an option. I think Kaylee Ray is going to be the next challenger, regardless of who wins here. Um, I think she can play face, she can play heel. Um and Kaylee Ray versus Mandy Rose or Kaylee Ray versus Raquel Gonzalez is probably going to be our next matchup that we see. Now, I have a crazy idea. Continue shooting. All right. Imagine the reason we haven't seen this person with move, didn't see this person move up to Raw with her significant other is because they wanted to train her to become a wrestler and she's the mysterious person that's going to debut next week. 
quotation marks, because she's already been on the roster, Scarlet. Yeah. It is, it's definitely an option. Um, we really don't know what's happening with Scarlet at the moment. Um, because, you know, as you say, she didn't go up with Carrion Cross. Um, could that be the, uh, the mysterious person, as you say? Uh, we'll just have to, to wait and see. Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, we sort of stayed away from uh, hypothesizing about that potential match next week, so we'll have to see who uh, comes out under the, the solo banner. Um, but Scarlet also makes a, a really good shot as well, um, coming up against Raquel or Mandy or whoever ends up with the NXT Women's Championship around their waist at the end of the show. There are options. Uh, and then our main event, NXT Championship, nice, clean singles match, 1v1, Tommaso Ciampa, current champion. How it since the relaunch of NXT 2.0 going up against the rookie, Ron Breaker? Well, I have no idea what WWE wants to do with this match. Obviously, this whole feud has been to elevate Braun. I have no issues with that. My biggest issue is how soon it happened. Mm-hmm. Um... That said, anytime they want to rocket back somebody, I'm fine with it. Because it's what they want to do. They're going to do it. Whether I agree with it or not, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, like, we haven't had a huge amount of time yet to to judge Bron or to see exactly what he can bring to the table. Um, But what he has brought to the table in the very short amount of time from NXT 2.0's debut to now, uh, you know, has been good. It's not like he's been... Uh, absolutely green as uh, as goose poop, um, as the saying would go. He's yeah. he's been able to pull stuff off. Yeah, I honestly, I his in ring stuff never really concerned me because even though they don't want to acknowledge it, his dad and his uncle pre his uncle pre nineteen ninety seven. I have to I have to quantify that were some of the best wrestlers ever in the tag team divisions, regardless of what company they worked for. His his dad was really, really good. He just had no personality, I want to say, outside of the Steiner brothers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but his uncle had personality in spades. Regardless of how you feel about him in his later life, especially after 1997, because there were some things he was doing that kind of warped his mind, um, he was always, you always had your eyes on him. So I've been watching, I've enjoyed what I've seen, and you can definitely tell he is Rick Steiner's son because, because of the voice. It sounds just like Rick Steiner. <laughs> um, so I want that, so I would be fine with them strapping him. Yeah, that, that's all the uh, question think, comes down to. Yeah. I have, I think, an old gremlin from Daddy Steiner's past, I think, might end up costing Champa, or I'm sorry, Braun, this match. Okay. Is this your your crazy prediction of the pay per view? Even though it's not really a pay per view, the crazy prediction of the special. Well, it's kind of it's kind of a full circle thing because once uh, Rick separated from Scott. And it was Halloween Havoc in, I think, 98. He had a, for some odd reason, had a feud with Chucky. Uh, 
which never went, which was never resolved. WWE could like bring the since USA has a new Chucky series, they could incorporate Chucky into the storyline and uh, just create a distraction that costs Braun the match. The I don't know if it's a sad part, but I I, I will know. <laughs> The official host of NXT Halloween Havoc is a combination of LA Knight and Chucky. They, like, it seems like a kayfabe news headline when it first came out, but Chucky will be there at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, and I could totally see, like, him popping up on the Titantron to distract Braun, which allows uh, Tommaso to secure the win, so it somewhat protects Braun from a clean loss, but also it lets us see what he can do in the ring and maybe going forward what he can do as a personality outside of just bouncing off of Tommaso. I definitely don't see Braun taking a clean loss here um, at all. It's either going to be um, Braun winning and, as you say, them rocket packing him or uh, Braun losing by some sort of as you say, outside interference or um, other ways. I, I don't think he lays down clean for the one, two, three for sure. This this guy, whether he's going to take the title this week or not, is clearly somebody that the new NXT 2.0 is going to be built around. And, and I feel like uh, if you really believe he's something special, you prove it. You either put him, you make him front and center and put the title on him, or you make him part of your most important storylines and and just showcase what he can do. Mm-hmm. Well, if that, uh, that Chucky prediction isn't your wild prediction, do you have a wild prediction you're going to throw out there for NXT Halloween Havoc, or are we going to just wrap the show up here? Uh, what you got? What is brewing in that insane mind of yours? Uh... My insane prediction that'll never happen is a spoof of the 1998 uh, Halloween Havoc, in which it was goes off the air, quotation marks, only to come back on the air and finish the match. Alrighty, <laughs> I I hope it doesn't, but uh, let's let's keep our eyes peeled at the end of the show for that one. It's been great talking to you. Maybe. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, and we will see you next week with the results from NXT's Halloween Havoc. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.